1: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. While you're here, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and if you're listening to this on an audio version, make sure to leave us a five-star review. It's a girls, it's Mikayla, and it's Tristan. Happy Friday, everybody. Tristan, how are you feeling on this beautiful Friday afternoon?
0: I'm feeling fantastic. You know, my de- favorite favorite day of the week is always Friday. I feel like I've got like a like a secret agent vibe going on with this like all
1: black though. Yeah, like, you look like, like you're I- about to like go assassinate somebody. Jeez, aggressive! <laughs> I'm kind of here for it. Also, though, this is like such an example of our two personalities. I'm the golden retriever like peppy blonde, and you're like the black cat like. <laughs>
0: I hope that I'm never compared to a cat. I think we've been over that, but yeah, I think you're like on the right track. Yeah, this is
1: just like a visualization of our two personalities, and I'm here for it. You look like you look like a cool spy that's gonna assassinate somebody. So I'll give you, Watch I'll now. give give you that. <laughs> well, as you can see, we are still in our homes, and that is because we are still in the process of moving studios. Hopefully next week we will be back in the studio so we can come at you live from our brand new studios. But of course we have to give a shout out to our friends at More Furniture. They hooked us up, Kirsten. They got us reclining seats for our viewing area. They got us couches, chairs, desk tables. Like they really went above and beyond to get our new office like stacked and it looks so good and I'm so excited for everybody else to see it. So um, I'm really excited about the new furniture, Tristan. What do you think about all the new stuff in our studios?
0: Oh, you're just gonna have to see it to realize how incredible it is. Yeah. And I've sat in some of the. We've got like this big viewing area with a bunch of TVs where you can watch games, and I will not only be watching games, but probably taking be taking a lot of naps in those chairs. Yes. They're that
1: comfortable. <laughs> so, thank the you for perfect furniture. Nap <laughs> well we are make sure you check out more furniture they are um if you're interested in checking out their labor day sale visit morefurniture.com they have the best furniture in the valley so go check it out they've got a great labor day sale going on right now speaking of sales we've got a great sale happening in the phnx locker we have all of our merch on sale right now for up to 50 percent off We've got some great styles, a great timing for you to stock up on your merch before the season starts. So head on over to phnxlocker.com and pick up some Suns gear, some Cardinals gear, some Coyotes gear. We've got it all. Get you stocked up right before all those season starts. And um, head on over there now and get some new merch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just to add to that, I always say this. um, The designs speak for themselves, but once you actually feel the way that the shirts feel, um, like game changer. They're the most comfortable shirts and the hats are like one of my favorite things that we have. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Go get your merch, phnxlocker.com. All right, Kirsten, why do you say we get this ball rolling? Let's do it. It is time for a temperature check. We have got some things going on in the Valley that have to deal with with deals, contract situations, all that interesting stuff, and we have some thoughts about it. Obviously, this week, Tirsten, we got some updates on the Kevin Durant situation, and I, for one, am heartbroken.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think everything happens for a reason,
1: mm. and I'm
0: just going to go with that. And now it was just not the time, or maybe it'll never be the time for Kevin Durant to be a Phoenix sun. So I think the door is still somewhat open for potentially getting him in the near future, just because it didn't happen this time around doesn't mean it's not going to happen. But I think there is still like this question mark up in the air of like whether or not he was going to be good for the chemistry of the team. And so I'm just going to hang on to the fact that like, okay, if it didn't happen, yeah, it wasn't going to be good anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. You hold on to that because I don't know if I agree, but obviously this week, the Brooklyn Nets announced on Tuesday through a statement that, uh, Sean Marks, let everybody know that Joe Psy, head coach, Steve Nash, and obviously himself met with Kevin Durant and their business partner, and they are agreeing to move forward and they are going to do their best to make it about basketball from this point forward. And Katie is going to stay in Brooklyn. So, uh, when I, for now, for now, for now, for now, when I first heard this, I was so bummed because I really was all in on the Kevin Durant to Phoenix sweepstakes. I really understand that there are people out there that think this team and the roster that we currently have can compete for a championship without Kevin Durant, Unfortunately, I don't share the same confidence. I think there are some um, things that Phoenix struggles with that kind of prevent them from capitalizing on big moments like we saw in the finals against Milwaukee. And I think Kevin Durant really would have filled a big, uh, not a big hole, but I think Kevin Durant would have helped the Suns get to the next level. And I was super bummed because. I had convinced myself, like every overly optimistic Arizona sports fan does, that Kevin Durant was definitely going to be a Phoenix Sun, which was dumb. I know, I'm aware, um, but I'm just kind of bummed Remember because it was like
0: two weeks ago, we're like somebody in town like started this rumor that like he was here (laughs) was here and potentially working out with the sons and we're like kevin durant's here it's happening he's here i mean i think we we were a little more cautious with running with that but just like the the what we created in our heads was that like it's happening (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, we all lied to ourselves, at least I did. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was definitely bummed when I when I heard this. Obviously, this makes it official, so there's no more if, ands, or buts. Katie will start the season in a Brooklyn Nets jersey, so at least we have some finality when it comes to that, and there's no more speculation. There's no more late nights, me checking my phone for woe bombs every two seconds. Like, we know where this season is going to start, and for better or for worse, Katie is not with the Phoenix Suns. But interesting enough, a former Phoenix Sun, one of the most infamous, Charles Barkley had some strong words to say about Kevin Durant cheers. Yeah,
0: he called him Mr. Miserable and said that the dude's just like never happy and I sounded off on this and gave my opinions on what I think about that. If that is really true, it seems like KD. And again, I said this yesterday, but it seems like KD might be wrestling with something that is a little bit beyond basketball, always searching for the next best thing, the next best opportunity, instead of being content with where he's at and watering where he's at. Right. And so I, I don't mean to get philosophical with that perspective of him. But if that's really true, and we all know every situation he's been in has been a little bit different, but we also know that he has burned bridges in the process and the situation in Brooklyn definitely got ugly. Obviously they're going to do their best to try and mend things enough for the time being, but things definitely got ugly. And so if there is a, and there might be a bigger issue with KD, and I don't know other than winning a title, like, like, is that even going to make him happy? Is, is playing with Devin Booker going to make him happy? Is getting out of Brooklyn for any city going to make, like, I don't really know where it ends with him. Mm -hmm. I don't blame the guy for wanting to win a championship, especially at this point in his career or another championship at this point in his career right cuz it's his his years left are limited yeah. but the way that he goes about it sometimes um and pointing fingers and things like that i don't necessarily agree with that and i feel for the guy if he is mr miserable and can never be happy with where he's at because that's a miserable place to be in in life but i'm still rooting for the guy um i certainly hope that that's it's not as deep with Katie as it is, but it makes you wonder. And especially when you have a guy like Charles Barkley, who's not afraid to go out like on record calling Kevin Durant a name like that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, he didn't, he definitely didn't mince words. I'll say that. Um, Obviously Katie is starting the season in Brooklyn, but Tiersen, I have to ask you, do you think he's going to stay for the remaining four years on his contract? Do you think he's going to try to get out again at his earliest convenience? Do you see Katie staying there? Like where do you think this is going to go? <laughs> First
0: off, Josh said she needs to give Katie one of her books. <laughs> I am like really big on personal growth books. So maybe I will see if Katie wants to read one of my books. Maybe he's
1: looking for a life coach and you could be Katie's life coach.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Katie. I'll be your life coach. We'll get, we'll make you happy and get all of those things that are tugging at you internally settled so that you can really fulfill your full potential <laughs> and be
1: happy with where you're at. That'll From be Mr. A... Miserable to Mr. Fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> the Kevin Durant story, 30 for 30. I can see it now. <laughs> I don't even remember what you're... Oh, okay. You think uh... Kevin Durant's going to finish out his contract with the Nets?
0: Um, no, uh, no, he's not going to. There's no yeah. way he's going to. They'll eventually figure out a way to move him. Um, but I cannot picture him lasting beyond... Uh, you know, one more full season in Brooklyn, but I I don't know when that'll be, but I, I like there's no way that dude is finishing his out his contract there. So yeah, I agree. Not. There's
1: no shot. He's going to stay. I think there's a lot of variables that play into that situation. Like if Brooklyn starts the year and for whatever reason, they can't get it together and they're not very good. I can see KD wanting to force himself out this season. Um, I just think there's so many different variables that play into that equation, but regardless, I don't think KD would ever want to stay and finish out the remaining years on his contract. So um, I don't know where he's going or if he will go this season, but I do think he will go at some point for sure.
0: Yeah. Mac, um Huff made a good point earlier and said, the good news is that this means Cam and McHale don't have to leave. So we can, de- everybody loves those two. So like, yeah, it's a bad better. consolation for not having Kevin Durant as we get to keep Cam and McHale, the precious twins of the, the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I'm super happy about that for sure. I, every, everyone who knows me knows I'm the biggest McHale stan on the face of the planet. There's just something about him that brings my soul so much joy. Um, something that Kevin Durant probably can't relate really <laughs> to. But I just love sweet baby McHale and I am I agree with Mac. I'm glad that we can keep the twins here in the Valley because I do think they have a lot to offer the team um, outside of their skills as well, just like as human beings, so Always happy to see the twins stay, of course.
0: <laughs> so that was the deal that didn't happen. There's also a deal here in the valley that maybe should have never happened. Mac.
1: Oh boy, then do I have some thoughts about this one? Um, this week the Diamondbacks announced that Madison Bumgarner was going to be skipped in the rotation. They have an off day. So this kind of allows them in the middle of the week to kind of mess with their rotation. And the reason he is being skipped is due to performance based concerns. Um, Just to line this out for you, Bunkrunner's ERA on the season has climbed from 3.45 in mid June to 4.53 in late August. And he is going through arguably the worst month in his career statistically. Over the last five outings across 28.2 innings, he's given up 24 earned runs. And um, it only gets worse from there. So, Cheerston, I just am confused as to why this contract ever happened in the first place. Because for me, this is the biggest I told you so moment of my life. I never liked this deal. When the Diamondbacks announced it, I was like, what are we doing? Why are we giving this man so much money when he is clearly past his prime? He was older. You could tell that he wasn't the Madison Bumgarner of old. But regardless, it didn't matter because the Diamondbacks gave him a five-year, $85 million contract in 2019. He obviously is making $23 million this year and next year. And then his final year of his contract is worth $14 million in 2024. And I'm pissed, Jerson. I'm so mad that we're stuck with this man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was excited about the initial acquisition and I think the jury or I felt at the time that the jury was still out on how much Madison Bumgarner still had left in him and I felt like the potential was still very much there I didn't feel like it was like this big apparent thing the dude's not who he used to be um, whatsoever doesn't garner this amount of money Um, but I, I like I truly felt like he could be the Diamondbacks ace and face for at least a few years. Right. And it just Mm -hmm. never really panned out for him here in Arizona and you hate to see it. But when they went after a guy like Madison Bumgarner, originally it was like, okay, great. Like they're making moves. um, And I feel like this guy still has a lot left in his tank at this point. I just feel like the ups and downs and his tenure in Arizona is just like, sorry, dude, uh, you know, obviously you're now you're on the other side of your career. I hate that it didn't work out for you here, but I, whether it's, I mean, I think he's a guy and, and pitching is a, a lot of it has to do with mental, but I just feel like that guy, just like the mental strain that his has been on him throughout his time in Arizona has been very much apparent. And I, I mean, I love mad bomb. I think he's a like a great competitor, a great guy to have in your clubhouse. And I just hate that it didn't work out for him here, but clearly it just didn't.
1: Yeah, I'm back in the comments saying unfortunately, the Madison Bumgarner error was defined by literally Madison Bumgarner. Uh, yeah, it's it hasn't worked out to say the least. Um, and unfortunately, the Diamondbacks are stuck with this contract for another two, three seasons. I think he's got um, three seasons, two seasons left. He it ends in 20, 2024, this is his last year. Yeah, so they're stuck with this guy. I'm just kind of bummed about it because I don't think I was talking about this on the Diamondbacks podcast on Wednesday. I don't see how the situation gets any better. I don't think Madison Bumgarner is going to miraculously have a turnaround and be the ace of old because I think a lot of his performance-based issues are due to age and the wear and tear on his body. I mean, the things Madison Bumgarner accomplished earlier on in his career, incredible. Like, he really was a true ace. But unfortunately, pitching is one of the hardest things you can do in all of sports on your body. And the toll that it takes is a surmountable toll. And so I just don't think that there's anything that can be done to kind of save this situation because I think a lot of what we're seeing is just the wear and tear on his body that comes from being a pitcher in the league for so long. And I kind of wish the Diamondbacks would have thought about that when they were acquiring him and paying him all that money for such a long, for such a long, a long amount of time long period of time yeah long period of time there we go um (laughs) because I think this honestly like if you would have taken a step back like it it made like it's common sense like he was older he was older even when the Diamondbacks acquired him and he was so far past his prime so uh I this really is the deal that shouldn't have happened to me this is on par with like the Yasmani Tomas contract like no, nothing is Not, on no.
0: par with that. It's contract. okay. Yasvani yeah,
1: Tomas contract is here and like the Madison Bumgarner contract is here. Like they both flopped so hard. Like the biggest flops of all time. Um, so unfortunately, I don't really know how you get out of this. <laughs> situation um obviously there were rumors that he was going to get traded before the trade deadline and that never happened I just don't think anyone's interested like I genuinely don't think there's a team out there Tirsten that wants Madison Bumgarner on their roster like I just don't I think that it's gotten to that point so I don't even know how you get out of the situation unless Madison Bumgarner retires which if you're guaranteed to make that much money I don't know why you would but it would be doing us all favor at this point if he did retire
0: yeah, I mean, it probably has more to do with his th- what's left on his deal than anything else. But, you know, he, he's not worth what he's owed. So just is what it is. We'll see what the Diamondbacks are able to do with it all. I stop don't getting old
1: people money. Mike Hazen, stop it. <laughs> well, from the deal that shouldn't have happened to the deal that didn't pan out, Cheerston, we've got one more contract to talk about, and uh, I'll let you take it away.
0: Yeah. So the deal that really did not pan out, but was super exciting when he came to Arizona. Talk about another guy that was on the other side of his prime, Phil Kessel. He is now a Las Vegas Golden Knight signing a one-year deal deal worth 1.5 million this week. Um, and so that just kind of, you know, brings up the question of why didn't it pan out for Phil and what does he have left in the tank and should the deal have ever happened to begin with when they originally brought him in it seemed like the coyotes were investing in winning now and then they offloaded basically everyone else around Phil and it got worse and worse um each year so like the year when they had like taylor hall and kessel and i mean that was like exciting it was like the coyotes were willing to spend money and and bring guys in and kessel wasn't the guy that he used to be but still a very 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 talented guy who we all know he's known as a journeyman what the the best ability is availability and that dude's always available no matter what he's going through um and so it was super exciting when he came to arizona and um you know, unfortunately he wanted to win and I don't fault this guy whatsoever for not really wanting to be here. He's, he's not a young guy that's like, okay, we see this, this, uh, you know, this three-year plan, this four-year plan, you know, whatever the case is to win in the future. And we're going to invest in young guys and we're going to develop and we'll be good in the future. He's at the point where he's just like, I don't know how many years I have left. Yeah. So I get that for Phil Kessel. And honestly, um, go, go play in Vegas. Like I, I hope you have success. Uh, I hope you, you know, finish your career on a high note, maybe give you one more opportunity to win a title. Cause it's not going to be, it's not going to be here in Arizona. And that's not like a slight, that's <clears throat> I mean, that's just like factual. Like the coyotes are not going to be in a position to win the Stanley cup next season. So yeah. for Phil.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree completely. I think there was so much bad timing that just followed Phil throughout his entire time here in Arizona, because I agree. Like when they first brought him here, and there was like the excitement of Phil Kessel coming here and then Taylor Hall. Like that was probably the last time i truly felt excited <laughs> about the Arizona Coyotes because they were being aggressive. Like the Taylor Hall move was huge for that organization um, that compounded with the Phil Kessel move. So, I mean, it's just been like, I mean, we all know we, we've all followed the Coyotes here in Arizona. Like we all know it's been turmoil for a while, you know, um, Chica made some bad decisions that hurt the coyotes. And then the rebuild started with a new general manager, a new head coach. Like it's just been a sh- poop storm for a better <laughs> storm. A great term to use. <laughs> I hate it. It's-, <laughs> I know it's poo though. P-O-O, poo storm. Poo storm. Um, it's been a poo storm for poor Phil Kessel and his trajectory of his career definitely did not line up with the trajectory of the organization. He is an older guy. Um, He's already won the Stanley cup. So, you know, he's trying to win again. I don't know if going to Vegas is necessarily the best move to win. They're obviously missing their starting goaltender for the beginning of this year. So there's a lot of question marks with that organization, but um, yeah, I mean, it just sucks because I think the intentions of what the Phil Kessel deal were supposed to be were good And it just did not turn out to be good because of the poo storm that is the Arizona Coyotes and everything that they endured as an organization while Phil was here. Um, So I understand it. Um, He was a little harsh, though. I don't know if you saw this. He went on a podcast and he said, it's nice to finally be a part of an organization that tries to win or that wants to win. And I was like...
0: He was vocal in his, like, media availability yesterday. Like, he, he did not mince words. He said, it's tough when you think you're... <coughs> Excuse me, you might have to finish that. I need to I need
1: cough. Let me mute myself. Uh, <laughs> Jerson's about to die. Um, hopefully we don't lose her um, to this cough attack. Anyway, Jerson. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm back. I can finish
0: it. Um, it's tough when you think you're coming somewhere to win and that's not the direction they choose to be in. Whenever you plan a team like that, that doesn't necessarily want to win and they want to get younger, it becomes very difficult. It's going to be nice playing on a team that wants to win. So that actually, that was from an availability. So like with media, so it wasn't even just like a podcast. He was broadcasting it out to everybody for everybody to use that quote. Um, But yeah, honestly, that's like, that's even what I said though. Like that's a no, like we understand that that's the situation. It's not like shocking to hear but he definitely was not shying away from what the situation was.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't necessarily agree with how he went out. I feel like obviously the coyotes are in a bit of a state of disarray already. And it's kind of like beating a dead horse or like kicking a person while they're down in a sense, at least that's how I interpreted it. Um, But I mean, I don't know. I just didn't think that was necessary for him to say that. Obviously we all are aware of the state of the coyotes and it like, it just gave me so much of the kick a man while they're down energy. Um, I don't
0: think so because they, they're the ones that chose to do that. Like they're the ones that chose to acquire him, act like they were going all in on winning and then completely went the other direction. And he was sort of like caught in the crossfires almost. I don't know if that's the right term, but like he was sort of, um, or like collateral damage or something like that. Like he was just left on a team and he's like, wait a second. This isn't what I thought I was signing up for now. That's just sports. That's business. That's whatever. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. But I, I like, nobody's going to question. (coughs) I might have to get up and get some water. Um, like whether, like where the coyotes are currently at. So yeah, I thought it was totally fair. Totally fair for him to say. Yeah.
1: And to be fair too, Phil Kessel also did ask to be traded. He, like he he made it clear that he didn't want to stay here for this and he never got moved. So I guess that if there are any hard feelings on Phil Kessel's part, it probably comes from everything that you just mentioned and the fact that he didn't get moved like he wanted to in the past. But. Um, So I guess wish you the best, Phil Kessel. Have fun in the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, It'll be interesting. And they fired his dude. Like he 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 was close with. Yeah, that's too. Yeah, he he was Rick Tockett and Phil Kessel. Like they were the duo. So I can also understand being upset with when Rick Tockett was let go. Um, but he's got a crazy Iron Man streak going for him. And like you said, he's always available and he'll do whatever it takes to be there on the ice. Um, didn't he like show up for a game and then went out on the ice and skated for like a minute and then left to go for like the birth of a child or something like that this yeah, year? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I was going to say like, that's kind of cheating, but I guess I kind of get like, you're not just like, just going to sit on the bench. Like he had like another. I mean, it's nine
1: hundred and eighty-two consecutive games. Like if I had a nine hundred and eighty-two consecutive game streak, I too would do that. So yeah, I guess he can continue that streak with the Golden Knights now. But um it's a bummer, it didn't pan out. Um, and I guess we'll have to wish Phil Kessel the best. <laughs> <clears throat> Whew, all right, I'm getting up. I'm going to go maybe. Okay, while Tristan here. goes with water so she doesn't die, I'm going to tell you guys about OGs because I need some OGs after that situation. I don't know what it is about Arizona sports, but it seems like to me the contracts are something that are so rocky in this environment and we can never really get it figured out. So after the show, I'm going to take some OGs. Obviously you guys know by this point, the orange creamsicle are my favorite. I'm obsessed with the orange creamsicle, 10 milligrams sativa gummies from OGs. I take one right before I go to sleep usually. And I have the best sleep of my life. Uh, But they also have some great three three milligram microdose options as well if you just kind of want to dip your toe into the THC gummy and like not jump off a cliff, which is always great for beginners. And I definitely recommend going the microdose option if you haven't tried THC gummies before. But we are also partnering with OGs to give you some free stuff. You can enter the Flavoring Life Sweepstakes. One winner will receive three bags of OGs. Yes, three bags of OGs, including the Orange Creamsicle, which is my favorite, the Tropical Flavors, an OGs hat, a PHNX membership, and a PHNX shirt of your choice. Go to gophnx.com or click on our show notes. You can also check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can find their products at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older, too. Purchase. Jason, are you okay? Are you alive? <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm going to take this opportunity. Mac Huff, um, thank you for the great idea. He said, Where you can get up and get an ice cold Four Peaks beer and said, free segue for you. So um, I'm going to take <laughs> that opportunity. I did, in fact, get a Four Peaks beer, uh, the Peach Ale, uh, Peach Golden Ale, excuse me, uh, one of my favorites. And um, it's Friday, so why not? And Mac made a great point. It is an easy segue because we're also giving away uh, stuff over on the four peaks side of it as well. We might as well go over that. Uh, If you have not signed up for our sweepstakes, you can enter to win the toast of the month sweepstakes. You're going to get a, if you win $50 four peaks gift card, Get a lot of chicken tendies with that, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So right now, we are just giving stuff away. It's awesome. So go sign up with OGs. Go sign up with Four Peaks. Um, so go PHNX.com or click the link in show notes to sign up for the Toast of the Month Um might as well throw it out there. We're going to be out at Four Peaks um, on Wednesday for our last Wednesday event, which we always do with the last Wednesday of every month. Uh, so join us August 34, 31st for good fun, food, and beer over at Four Peaks. Uh, we would love to see you, love to hang out with you. We have so much fun every single time we're there. Uh, but as always, must be 21 or older. Enjoy responsibly. So Sorry, I went out of order a little bit there, but like Mac Huff just set me up
1: I know. so well for that. Thank you, Mac, for the assist on that. What can you do when you have amazing viewers that comment for us? Um, you, You guys are the best. Tristan, I think it's time to have some fun. Let's go into the internet. And I will ask you, did you see this? Once again, this week, the internet was undefeated and so many good and happy things happened. And I think it's good to end on a happy note to send us off to the weekend on a high, and I have so many things to talk to you about, Cheersen. Let's start with the ASU Hockey Arena. Cheersen, did you see this? The hockey arena now has a new name and it is fantastic. It might be the best name in arena history. Ever. Um. Ever. It is now officially Mullet Arena. Coach Greg Powers tweeted out um a funny little picture of one of his players that is already sporting the mullets and um the team the community seems to have really embraced this thing um people are wearing mullets all over the place yeah we went from wearing wig mullets to actual mullets real fast yeah zero to 100 real quick um there is no better name for a hockey arena than mullet arena i'm sorry that was just perfection Obviously, the arena is not named after the hairstyle. It is named after the family that cheersted donated $140 million <clears throat> um, to help this arena get done. Um, the Mullet family, they are two, a husband and wife duo, and they are the cutest little things I have to say. I watched the press availability, and they are darling. Um, Mr. Mullet made a joke about how his wife is usually the one that overspends, but this time it was him who overspent. And I'm just so happy for ASU, the hockey team, the community that will benefit from this rink. Um, obviously the Coyotes will be playing there as well, but all in all, just fantastic. I'm so obsessed with Mullet (laughs) Arena.
0: Honestly, the branding of that, that they sort of fell into just because of who the donors are is... I don't even know that we understand the magnitude of it. (laughs) I mean, I see student sections, everybody wearing a mullet, the whole team having a mullet. Like it, this is so good for ASU hockey. In addition to having this brand new facility that the coyotes at, I mean, there is no sport. Maybe like, or team maybe in like college sports right now that has, that is on a, meteoric rise yeah like ASU hockey
1: I agree I totally agree speaking of fake mullets our all-city first team athlete Josh Doan crashed an interview on PHNX Coyotes podcast him and one other teammate were there and the video is fantastic roll it Sean <laughs> yeah I mean I've been in there a couple of times John. probably three or four times since I've been here it's any day now it's beautiful everything in there is unbelievable the people people of the just put so much effort so much time into that and it's it's been so, it's been so great. Uh, and I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like something's coming here. No. <laughs> there? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Mutt, Muttlet Arena. Josh. Josh. Oh, Josh. Josh, look at that. I, I love it. I don't know name. his dad will like that let his hair grow over the summer, but Josh looks good. And As it's, it's great as his name it is, there's an even better story behind it with Donzi and Barbara, who've helped this program so much. So it's a lot of credit to them, and they deserve that. And it's It's unbelievable. I'm obsessed.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to
1: call for Petey to grow out a mullet. Yes. Oh my God. Petey actually posted pictures of his real mullet that he had back in the day. And I think we need to bring mullet mullet Petey back. <laughs> he had a mullet back in yes. the day? Yes. Yes. You have to check his Twitter after this. Oh, he has it. Oh. Let's go. That's mullet Petey. <laughs>
0: tap Sean coming up with mullet PD real fast
1: good job I'm <laughs> obsessed incredible. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that because PD is my co-worker but I'm obsessed um I think PD, we need to bring back the mullet that is just the flow is unbelievable top notch <laughs> he looks good with
0: the mullet all right PD. right that's what I'm saying I don't know if we can say that but I'm yeah <laughs> Nobody tell Petey we said he looks good with a mullet or that he was good looking back in the day, okay? We don't. Nobody
1: say it. <laughs> you didn't hear it here. Um, well, from bringing back a mullet hairstyle to bringing back a jersey, cheers to the Suns announced this week. That's the purple sunburst. They are back, Kirsten. Did you see this? They are back in all of their purple glory. How are you feeling about it? I sure did see it. I was freaking the heck out when they made this announcement.
0: Also, they made a crazy good hype video. So, a plus to their team over at the Suns. But what a great idea! Perfect timing, perfect like face for this reveal as well with DeAndre Ayton. Like, they nailed this I'm gonna call it a campaign or whatever but like yeah. totally nailed it and I'm so excited I also like I'm in this big like I, I, maybe because like the last time the Phoenix Suns were this good was you know like decades ago but I've been like super into looking for vintage Suns gear and stuff like that so then they announced this and I'm like that just goes with exactly where my head has been at yeah so perfect timing to do this perfect timing to honor your past Um, and I cannot wait.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of fun memories tied to the Purple Sunburst and the Suns organization, so I'm super excited about this as well. They're honestly, I think, my favorite Suns jersey of all time, with the Valley being a close second. I know people go back and forth between the Black Sunburst, but Purple Sunburst is probably my favorite, and so I'm super glad that it's back. I wish they could bring it back permanently, but the NBA has some weird rules about bringing back throwback jerseys as a permanent jersey so whatever i guess we I can't know, have it forever
0: does it why does it matter
1: i don't know but i there is a there is a rule because somebody asked that question and they they responded with there's a rule that you can't have like throwback jerseys as like a permanent jersey so i don't know but i'm happy that they're here now and i'm excited to see the current era of sons hopefully live up to the talents that's the era of sons of old that wore the purple sunburst had so super exciting and i'm glad they're back <laughs> Thank you. Let's go All right. Let's do one more, Tierston. Did you see this? The Cardinals, they are in Nashville this week. They played the Titans in their third preseason game and they had a joint practice on Wednesday. Um Cliff Kingsbury had a very relatable quote from his press conference.
0: <laughs> I like the one day. Um it's kinda like my Vegas philosophy. Give me twenty four hours and I'm I'm good. You're out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Give me 24 hours and I'm good. Obviously alluding to the fact that they're in Nash Vegas right now, which is what many people call Nashville because it is like a country Las Vegas. And, um, it's iconic. I agree. (laughs) 24 hours and get me out of there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they, they kind of shaved down the joint practices to just one joint practice. So he was like answering a question based off of how he felt about that. And, um, There is one place that I can take for 24 hours and not 25, 24 hours, and that's it. And that's Las
1: Vegas. (laughs) Yeah, I probably think this is going to get me canceled on the internet, but I don't care. I hate Las Vegas. I do not enjoy that city. I was like, geez, Mag, what are you about to say? I I couldn't (laughs) unmute myself. I was like, don't say it, just don't do it. (laughs) Um, I have never enjoyed a place less than I enjoy Las Vegas. I don't don't know what it is. I think like I'm just not the type of person that enjoys Vegas. I don't really like to gamble in person. The thought of losing money makes me want to die because I'm a Capricorn and money above anything. And... I just don't know. I don't like staying up late. I don't like how expensive everything is. Like, I just can't with Las Vegas. And honestly, 24 hours is too long in Vegas, if you ask me.
0: (laughs) I feel like you get sucked into, like, the scene of it. And you go really hard when you're in Vegas. And I can really only go really hard for, like, one day. So, in and out.
1: It's just not my thing. But Nashville, on the other hand, I disagree. I could spend... there. To Nashville? Twice, baby. I went for my 21st birthday. Two times. Okay, I went for my 21st birthday, which like, to be honest, I don't remember. But I went for college graduation. Best time of my life. I'm obsessed with Nashville. I honestly kind of want to move to Nashville at some point. So um, All City, if we could open like an N... I v l i don't know i'm down to go to nashville um i could spend forever there so maybe it's not necessarily the lifestyle that's too much for me maybe it's just like the entertainment and i'm a country girl so i'll go to nashville for as long as you'll let me go
0: <laughs> okay i think i Nashville myself out when i was living in tennessee too
1: yeah that's fair you well, were- I,
0: broadwayed. I broadwayed myself out like i can't go on Broadway. But, yeah. like, on the outskirts of Nashville and, like, where the locals go, I could do that.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see how Broadway would get old after a while. Um, the the nostalgia of it probably wears off. But I don't know. There's something about Tennessee that I just love. The people there are so nice. Like, everyone just drinks, like, nice juice in Tennessee. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, totally. 100%. Oh, I can totally vouch for that. Like, the best place I've ever lived because everyone was just – Wanted to be your friend and neighbor, and like so nice. People in Arizona are nice too, but I feel like the southern hospitality in Tennessee is like wildly different. Also, Josh bringing up a great point the joint practice certainly could have been worse, like we saw. I think he's talking about the Rams and who are they since Bengals, Rams, yeah, Bengals, Bengals, yeah, practice where Aaron Donald like threw a freaking helmet at somebody and two
1: helmets. Two helmets? Two helmets. He was double swinging those things.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what mm. makes you that mad in the moment where, like, you're going to start de- pulling something like that? Like, you're going to get in trouble for that. Yeah.
1: Is- I don't know. Because Miles my- Garrett was the one that originally pulled the helmet swing, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so he pulled a miles Garrett 2.0 and he went double fists with the helmets. Um, I'll never understand how you get to that point. I'm just not a violent person. Um, I cannot believe that that happened. Uh, I don't know. Like I haven't, I haven't seen anything repercussion come down yet, but I'm sure there will be,
0: I don't know how. um, So I'm reading, I I just quickly pulled up an article and there's a quote in here saying, um, according to Josina Anderson, Somebody, a league source told her this quote club handles. So the league does not get involved always been that way. So I guess with like a practice, it will be something that the team will like hand down a fine or something like that. Um, But I I guess it's like up to the, to the team for this one.
1: Well, um, I don't know. I feel like there has to be some consequence, right? Like you can't just go off on people and start swinging helmets
0: no. God no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I love the joint practices, but every single season that we do this, somebody's getting into some sort of fight. But the double fist helmets is uh is definitely crossing the line.
1: Yeah, that is for sure well, Tirsten, I know that I mentioned I don't like betting in person, but I do love sports betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you don't have to go to Vegas to do it. You can do it from your couch while you're watching a game. You can do it from anywhere in Arizona because we are partners with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and um, it's almost college football season. Cheers. It's also almost NFL season, and I don't know about you, but live betting on co- like college football and football is my favorite favorite live betting scenario. So I cannot wait to, to do some live bets on college football and the NFL. Tristan, what about you?
0: Oh, oh I live for this. Like yeah. I, my I, we are approaching me and my element right now here <laughs> sports betting only through the app, only through the app, not Vegas. We've, we've discussed this, not Vegas, got the app in my hand, pulled up watching college football, watching the NFL, seeing how my bets are doing. I'm terrible at it, but it's fun nonetheless. Can't wait.
1: Yep, super excited. And if you want to get in on the action, especially when it comes to college football, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. You can bet just $5 on college football and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details uh, all right cheers it's the weekend baby I know someone in the comments asked if there's going to be a cat licking condensation segment and boy do I have a surprise <laughs> Cleo is always on hand to drink condensation um it's her favorite Cleo, don't let your mom do that to you What in <laughs> the world <laughs> Um, Cleo go. is never far. She always has to be in the same room as me. So Cleo's getting her weekend started early. She loves. <laughs> we
0: can't hear you now, Mac.
1: Oh, Cleo! Oh She's boy, there she me. is. Cleo, She's- hi. She's sweetheart. always on hand. <laughs> Cleo, <laughs> do li-
0: Cleo. Do you live with the crazy lady?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. <I do. laughs> oh my God. and Are you having fun plans this weekend?
0: Um, shoot, not really. (laughs) Honestly, um, I'm I'm some like dinner plans and things like that. I don't know. I I just enjoy everything about the weekends nowadays. I feel like I head into them with no plans, and then all of a sudden
1: we're doing all the things. So yeah, it's gonna be fun regardless. Big fan of our weekends. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. For everyone in the comments, that you all are the best. You guys are like our family and uh phnx is a family so if you want to join the family head on over to go phnx.com you can sign up for a membership for your first month for only 50 cents so <laughs> she's still going <laughs> or if you sign up for an annual membership you'll get a free t-shirt from the phnx locker you really can't lose cleo is a part of the phnx family so be like cleo and join the family
0: <laughs> you guys have a great weekend hi guys see you next friday 12 30 <laughs>